Inspirational women are increasingly popular in the news and media, but many go unheard and their stories are never told. Women to Watch with Susan Rocco captures the stories of many women who truly make a difference. Women to Watch is the vehicle for developing new leaders, encouraging younger generations, and in building self-esteem for future entrepreneurs. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Women to Watch here on Talk 860. Uh, my name is Sue Rocco, and uh, we have a very special show uh, for you this afternoon. We have two young ladies from our area. Their names are Colleen McBride and Christina Neal, and they are students at Mount St. Joe Academy. They are both seniors, and they are both uh, from the area. They, they grew up outside of Philadelphia. And I'm very happy to have them uh, in the studio today to talk about leadership and the, the uh, struggles and things that young women face today. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you Thank for having you. us. Thank you. You know, I um, in, in thinking about today's interview, it, I knew it was going to be a little bit different from other shows that I've done, and um, I'm excited for a couple of reasons. Uh, the first is my daughter is an alum of Mount St. Joe mm -hmm. Academy, so I'm very familiar with all of the uh, wonderful things that they do there for young women. And one of the first questions I had that, that I think is really important is um, what the two of you are fully engaged in your um, in your school, yes. yeah. um, from a leadership standpoint, from an academic standpoint, mm -hmm. and from service, there's a lot of things that you have um, been involved in and jumped right into. Mm -hmm. I would like to know from both of you, and, and Colleen, I'll start with you, where you develop the confidence to be involved in from a leadership standpoint in so many of the activities at the Mount. Well, I think uh, my family has been a great support, and. I have uh, possessed a lot of talents for my family. Um, my dad, he's very artistic, so is my brother. They're both very athletic, and my mom is very good at cooking, and so I've adapted all those skills, and so they've really supported me in that, and so as growing up, I've used those skills, and I found that you know I'm good at them, but I wanna um, help others learn them as well, so. Um, yeah, I just gained confidence with my family support and just being around girls at Mount who also share the same interests as mine. Mm -hmm. And um, that's great to be surrounded in that environment. And the, uh, the teachers and the administration at the Mount are really supportive. You know, we are a school founded on the education of women. And mm -hmm. so they really help us to become founders. And four years that they have ingrained that into us. So um, just throughout the four years of high school, I've really embraced all of my talents and I've gained confidence along the way. Yeah. So I guess it, it was really at the um, core of it is the support. Yes. Supportive family. Yeah, definitely. Christina, how about you? Yes, I, I agree with Colleen totally. Most of my confidence comes from the support I've received from family and teachers and administration at the school, but also some of the friends I've made over the years. And I think that Making such friends and having that support is the most important part of gaining confidence as a young woman. Um, when we talk about confidence um, and self-esteem, what do you think are um, some of the ways we can help some of the, the young women who haven't developed that um, belief in themselves? What are some ways that we can help them to do that, specifically from you know an academic standpoint in the school environment? 
I think finding your passion and your interest really helps because when you find that passion, you don't really care what anybody else thinks because you just want to, that's a drive for you and you just want to continue it. So being around um, different clubs and activities, the Mount has so many of them and we really encourage girls to just go out for what they like. And it doesn't matter if all your friends are not in it. If you like it, you should go out for it. And so when you in, embrace in that at the Mount, um, you really find that confidence that to continue those skills. Christina, yeah, I think that it's important. It's it's such an um, important piece to know what it is that you love yeah, to do. Definitely. And once you figure that out, um, you know, you, you will be confident mm-hmm. because you're going to be doing something that brings you joy. Yes. Right. Um, what are some of the things, Christina, that you're involved in at the Mount that, that bring you happiness? Um, mostly I'm involved in ACADRAM, which is a theatrical society at my school, more than a drama club. And yeah. um, it's really taught me how to stand out from the crowd, how to speak loudly, and not just a physical way, but also in the way that people will notice what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I love that. Have a voice, yeah. right? What other things are you involved in at the Mount? Um, well, besides ACADRAM, I do volunteer at like all of the events, the open house and the freshman tea. And I try to be there to help out when I can as a senior. And after that, I really focus on my grades. Your grades. I, you both are doing very well academically. Um, I'm not sure, did I point out that Colleen is president of the class? I am, yeah. And Christina is the president of the Academy. Yes. And, um, you know, those are big titles to hold, and clearly that means your peers believe in you. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, I'd love to know what some of your plans as president are for the school. Yeah, well, uh, once I was elected, I just wanted to bring a new spirit to the Mount and really go back to our roots um, and really reawaken that spirit. So we want to, uh, we're going to plan a new 5K, our first annual on October 11th. It's um, in memory of Stephanie Leonard's Roman. She was a science teacher at the Mount who passed away of breast cancer. And so we have a scholarship in honor of her. So each year we have an event, um, Breast Cancer Marathon, uh, to raise money for that scholarship. But this year we wanted to really boost that spirit and get more attendance and more support. So we started the 5K and throughout the whole summer, um, my fellow uh, secretary treasurer and the vice president and I have been working with fellow alumni and the administration to create this event. So and where is it going to take place? It's going to take place right at the Mount at on the our cross country course. And are you going to make the teachers run? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we and actually, Sister Kathy. <laughs> we actually have the option of a one mile fun walk for those oh, who cannot yeah. run the for three us miles. Old folks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that will be around the track. It'll be really festive. We're going to have DJ music. Um, we're going to face painting things for kids. So we want to extend it to all the families brothers and sisters, and all friends. I will be there walking. Yes. (laughs) Can't wait. Um, Christina, one of the topics I wanted to talk to you both about, because I think this is um, often a cliche about all girls' academies, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's no boys. There's no boys there. And and while I see that as a strength, um, I think people sometimes think that, you know, it, it kind of holds you back, doesn't allow you to learn how to interact Talk about that topic a little bit, and, and why I know that you're both very happy in an all-girls school, <laughs> yes. and what you think the benefits are. Christina? Um, 
I I definitely view an all-girls institution as a strength. And I believe that it has helped me, even though I don't interact daily with, you know, people of the opposite sex. I feel like learning to possess my own voice has would help me speaking to the opposite sex, I think. Yeah. No, it, I think that's really key, that there's kind of less of a distraction. Yes. And you feel more comfortable to speak out. That's one of the most important things, you know, developing your own voice and your own opinions. Mm-hmm. How about Definitely. you, Colleen? I think it's just so comfortable just going to school. I don't wear any makeup or do my <laughs> hair, so I just roll right into school. And just in the classrooms, I, I feel like some girls might be afraid to raise their hand or say certain um, answers or ask certain questions. But at the Mount, it doesn't matter because you're just surrounded by girls your age, and you just it really helps you to focus on why you're there, and that's to learn and to embrace everything that your school has to offer. So. Do you find that there is, um, in, an, in an academy like St. Joe, it, it's competitive academically. Yes. There, most students are there, and they are very um, focused and determined to yes. do well. Does that help you? Does that motivate you more? Definitely, yeah. When you're surrounded by girls who are driven, you want to be driven like them. And so, you know, there's so many talented and smart girls at the Mount, so then we're all studying and then you just ask, oh, can you help me with that and this? And then they all help you. And you're really surrounded by so many girls who are so focused on schoolwork. Yeah. Which is great. How do you, Christine, how do you think we can shine a light on the girls at the school that perhaps aren't achieving the highest accolades because, you know, academically, maybe they're not um, taking honors classes or they're not the president mm-hmm. of the class? Are there ways that you think you can kind of help bring out um, their gifts as well? Yeah, certainly. Um, Academics is not everybody's strength, and the Mount offers so many different things. We have athletics, of course, the theater and art that's studio art, and just really, I think, there's a a place for everyone. So, yeah, I think as an all-girls school, we really tell girls just to be themselves. And if you want to wear your hair that certain way, go for it. And so, <laughs> you know, um, you really just you embrace who you are. And I think that really helps um, if you're not if your strong point is not academics. You know, you find a certain club like the art club or the culinary club. Mm-hmm. There's so many different clubs and activities that you can find your happiness. in. yeah, let's talk a little bit about the distraction of social media. Um, because all of these things that we're talking about are, are really the way people should be. They should embrace who they are, their originality, mm-hmm. um, and not feel afraid. Um, but social media is something we didn't grow up with. Tim and I did not grow up with that. And so constantly out there in our face is what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And I think there's some really positive uh, things that come out of social media, connecting and sharing and getting a message out to a larger audience. Um, But there can be definitely some negative sides. Talk about how it's affected you and your life. Colleen? For me personally, um, I take social media and I try to put the positivity on it. And so one of the things that we're doing this year is uh, the Mount is doing a Malala initiative. And Malala is a young girl from Pakistan who was shot in the head by the Taliban, and she speaks out for women's education. And so when we we decided to read her book um, this year for the summer reading, and when we decided that, we said, why not ask her to come to the school and speak to us? So 
um, throughout that whole course of that process, we've used social media to really share our thoughts about Malala and to support her. And so I'm surrounded um, for my different accounts and whatnot, um, really posting things about Malala that really helps spread the positivity around um, social media sites such as Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. You both know how fond I am of Malala. I I love her and her story. I'm so hoping to be able to shake her hand on October 21st when she comes to the Constitution Center. Um, Christina, I want to know, knowing her story and her courage um, and what she's doing and speaking out for young women, how has that made you look at your own uh, life differently? Well, I really see my education as a blessing. And I know it's hard to do when you don't want to go to school every day and wake up in the morning or do homework at night. But I've really, knowing Malala's story, I've tried to embrace my education and become someone in my community that would lead others to do the same. Uh, Excuse me. I think, you know, she's saying what, how much young women who don't have it want it. And then you look at your life and you think, how lucky am I? Definitely. It's definitely been a reality check, I think, for everyone. Me, for me personally, uh, this summer, you know, you have summer reading books and different assignments. And normally I would push it off. And but this summer there was a change. And I just thought I have these books. Some girls don't have these books to read. So don't push it off. Just use these books to learn and so that was definitely that's a great yeah to change your mindset of oh my gosh i have to read this novel to Mm -hmm. how lucky am i to have exactly let me ask you this christina if you had an opportunity to ask malala a question do you have one in mind I have many. so many things Too many. to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a question, Colin? I guess you might something that her? really strikes me is she's 17 and so am I. And yeah. she's just like, how does she do it? You know, um, I'm sure I've read her book and she mentions, you know, Justin Bieber and different kinds of things like that. And for for other people, I think they view her as, you know, she's a world leader and she's not really that person who likes different topics like Justin Bieber. So that really hit home for me. Like, wow, she is just a normal teenager just like me who's just speaking out for education. Right. So I would just, you know, ask her. I I don't, yeah, I don't. Well, here's one of the things I might want to ask her, and I want to ask the two of you because she's been through an extreme adversity, right? Physically Mm -hmm. and emotionally um, and mentally. And I always like to ask people that we all have difficult times, whether, you know, they're personal or, um, uh, at work, with family, what do you say to yourself to help you move past mm-hmm. those difficult times? Because I wonder what, you know, where there's a strength in Malala that she must be saying something to herself Definitely. to keep mm-hmm. her to go out and, and, and give that message. Yeah. What happens with you when, when there's some troubling times? What do you say? I just say that there's always tomorrow. And if um, if I make a mistake, you know, you always learn from your mistakes. So I never fear making mistakes because everything's meant to be and so I just keep continuing every day knowing that tomorrow is a new day to make things right and um, that's what that helps me to continue yeah Yeah. Christina how about you Uh, well I believe like Colleen I believe that everything happens for a reason and everything that you do will lead to something better in the future even if you make a mistake sometimes that's the path that you're meant to go on yeah so that's what I try to tell myself through yeah. the hard times, it, this will lead to a brighter future. Yeah. And I, I do love the idea that really, it, and again, it's a cliche that every day is a new day, but it is an opportunity to, exactly. to, to be better than the day before. Yeah. Um, Christina, one of the 
things that you've struggled with in your life was your grandmother having, um, she had a heart attack, I believe. She, she had a triple bypass she surgery. Had a, yes. Mm-hmm. And at that time, your mom was, you know, very involved and uh, she was working and, of right. course, helping. And you you mentioned that, you know, that experience of you having to help with your grandmother at home and your brother and taking care of things at home mm-hmm. during that time while you were in school um, had an effect on you. Can you talk about that? It, it had such a large effect on me. Well, I like to say my grandmother is one of the people who holds the sky over my head. She really keeps my life on track, and I don't know what I would do without her. And the day she had her surgery was the first time ever in my life that I've been late to school. And so oh. I think that speaks mm-hmm. to how much of an influence she has on me. And what I, what I would have to do is I really couldn't join any after-school after activities what I would have to do is I'd have to come straight home from school so I could get my little brother when he comes off the school bus and make sure that because they would, I don't know what they would do if someone wasn't there to get him, so I had to be there. And then I would have to help him with his homework. And then when my grandmother first came home from her surgery, she really couldn't do much of anything. She couldn't even sneeze without pain. Mm. So I had to help her. I had to count all her medications. She takes 12 pills a day. and Well, 12 pills twice a day. And, um, yeah, I really had to become like an adult, sort of. Yeah, 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 that's hard. And that was when you were a sophomore? Yes. And I I would imagine that, you know, that lesson is really in prioritizing, right, what really matters. It's always about family and our loved ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes we have to sacrifice the other, the fun stuff, the activities. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about was what you both feel the responsibility. We talk a lot about young women and women and trying to help them really, you know, move into leadership roles. Um, What do you think is the responsibility of young men? Colleen, you have two brothers who I'm sure have had a big influence on your life. Yes. And, um, you know, you have friends that are boys. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think, you know, we're we're cheerleaders for young women and we're always out there um, spreading good messages. But sometimes I think it gets lost if there's no men in the room or no young boys hearing also um, the support that that young women need. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the responsibility of young men to help girls feel confident? I think just to not underestimate females and what we can do and to really just um, not view us as, you know, a different gender, but just really look at what we are bringing to the table and um, the qualities we have inside and not what we look externally, but what we bring forth internally. Has it helped you to have two older brothers who I'm sure cheer you on? For sure. I know. Um, Growing up, you know, I would wrestle with them and play basketball games against them and they wouldn't treat me like a little sister you know (laughs) they would they would dribble right past me and uh, do that layup so um it really helped me personally to uh not be afraid of you know boys or older um people or more intimidating people um helped me to really gain you know i can do this and so i think that helped that they didn't view me as the little sister they view me as just another boy playing basketball (laughs) (laughs) with long hair yeah yeah. (laughs) well really because the truth of the matter is you know we we are physically different and and Mm -hmm. typically boys are physically stronger but intellectually we we are all the same right yeah christina has there been anybody in in your life um maybe your little brother um, (laughs) that has helped you from that standpoint 
Well, yeah, I also have older brothers, too. Oh, you too, do? So. Okay. I'm the only girl in the family. Okay. And just like Colleen said, I was not treated like the only girl. Yeah. And just coming up with them, you know, trying to compete with them, trying to be like the boys, but also embracing who I am as a girl has, I think, is the most important part of becoming someone who's strong in the community and not just, you know, a woman. Yeah. I'm seeing a trend. Being the the only girl in a family is very helpful. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back in the studio uh, with Colleen McBride and Christina Neal of Mount St. Joe Academy. We'll be right back. Are you the parent of a daughter in middle school? If so, I must tell you about an upcoming event at Mount St. Joseph Academy. As the parent of an alum, I know firsthand the value of their academic excellence, athletic and arts programs. This private, all-girls Catholic high school in Montgomery County provides the foundation our daughters need to go on to leadership roles at top universities and future careers. I know my daughter did. To register for the open house, go to msjacad.org backslash open house and be sure to ask about their financial assistance and scholarship programs when you visit msjacad.org backslash open house. Hello. Hi, Kelly. It's Sue. Are you and Joe going to the kids game after school today? No, we are stuck in traffic again on our way to the hospital for Joe's IVIG infusion. As usual, we will be at the hospital all day and won't be home in time. This is really becoming a problem with our work and family commitments. Hey, my friend's son receives his infusions at home with Walgreens. You know, they are not just a retail pharmacy. Walgreens has a national home infusion program. He used to miss school, but now the Walgreens nurses see him at home after school. Wow, infusions in the comfort of our own home? Yes. Walgreens expert infusion nurses and pharmacists are available 24-7 to provide safe, one-on-one clinical support around your schedule. Talk to your doctor and call Walgreens Infusion Services at 877-974-4844 or go to womentowatch.net for complete details. We will, if we ever get out of this traffic, hearty har har. We can't wait to have these infusions at home with Walgreens. Thanks. Be well. Have you ever wondered about the magic of Paris? Traveled there before? You haven't experienced Paris until you've traveled with us. I'm Chloe Johnson, the owner of CJ Tours. I became hooked on the mystique of all things Parisian after just one visit to the city of light. CJ Tours, a travel, fashion, and product company, provides an experience unlike any other when it comes to exploring the hidden gems of Paris. We connect you with boutiques off the beaten path. We provide the opportunity to go behind the scenes with some of the most celebrated designers Paris has to offer. You can even purchase one-of-a-kind French pieces as mementos of your trip or ask us to source that special piece just for you. CJ Tours and our unique products are designed to provide that Parisian je ne sais quoi and allow you to experience Paris like never before. To learn more, contact me at Chloe Johnston at cjshoppingtours.com or simply visit chloejohnston.com for more information. Are you looking for assistance with your IT demands? Would you like to know that the people you hire have your best interest at heart? InSource is one of the region's most distinguished and fastest growing technology firms in the Philadelphia area. Their only concern is to deliver your business long-term success to avoid reacting to daily crisis. Recognized as a top employer of IT consultants, they thrive on helping their clients exceed expectations. 
InSource delivers reliable and effective solutions to the technology needs of both small and large businesses as well as nonprofits and does so with the goals of your business in mind. With over a decade of recognized success, InSource provides its clients with both IT staffing needs as well as putting highly qualified project teams together. InSource is also a partner of ServiceNow, the fastest growing software company in the country. Contact InSource today at 610-592-0800 or visit their website at insourcenow.com to find the quality help you need. When you are shopping, do you chuckle at the one-size-fits-all tags? Well, wealth management should not take a one-size-fits-all approach either. Companies offer different products and services for women, and they should. All women are different. Your plan should be as unique and personal as you are. So why are you still following your one-size-fits-all financial advisor? Financial advisor Liz Barker of RBC Wealth Management understands this. Her area of expertise is women in transition and being retirement ready. Call Liz Barker, financial advisor at RBC Wealth Management at 484-530-2806. Again, that number is 484-530-2806. Or visit her online at www.lizbarker.com to schedule your complimentary custom wealth management plan today. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE, FINRA, SIPC. Welcome back, everyone, to Women to Watch here on WWDB Talk 860. My name is Sue Rocco, and I'm in the studio this afternoon with two lovely young women from Mount St. Joe Academy uh, just outside of Philadelphia here. I have Colleen McBride and Christina Neal. Uh, both of these young women are, um, as I mentioned in the first part of the show, fully engaged in their academic experience at the Mount, and I love that. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about a little bit is what you both feel is something that holds young girls back. Mm -hmm. um, everyone at the Mount is not as fully engaged as the two of you. Um, right. There are always um, students who kind of haven't, you know, figured it out yet. Right. And um, what, what do you think is the thing that holds them back? I think it all comes down to, you know, the stereotypical, like what a girl should be and the teenager and how she should dress or what what she should uh, do on the Internet and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I think the moment when girls realize that everyone is different and that we all bring something different to the table, the moment that happens, I think girls will truly um, express their own personalities. So I think some girls are afraid to they might be a little different than their friends and they they want to have friends. So they just stay with that uh, personality um, when, in fact, they're they're a little bit different. But I think. They should realize that, you know, difference is good. Everybody is different. Yeah, yeah. Christina, what do you think? Well, I think one of the things that holds back young women the most is, unfortunately, fear of what other young women will say about them. Right. I think sometimes we tear down each other more than we build each other up, mm. and that's something we have to work on. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think there's natural instincts in, in people, men and mm -hmm. women, um, to feel maybe a little bit threatened when the person beside us is you know, succeeding and yes, doing something yes. wonderful mm -hmm. rather than celebrate that we, you know, it's a reflection mm -hmm. on ourselves that we're not doing something. Yeah. I think some girls may be insecure about themselves. And so 
they just uh, lean toward the cattiness. But I think it all comes back to find the confidence in yourself so that you will uh, congratulate the one girl who succeeds and yeah. not feel like, oh, uh, like be all upset about it. Yeah, I, th- I think we're seeing I want to talk about media for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we're mm-hmm. seeing the media is a tough Tough thing today. Um, there's a lot of mixed messages. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I um, when you mentioned, you know, supporting each other mm-hmm. and celebrating each other's successes, we're starting to see campaigns that do just that. Right. Um, Dove, you know, yes. has a wonderful campaign yeah. for young women. Um, what do you think about the media and how uh, the messages that they send? Well, I think it's so easy to hit that send button and say something bad about a person because, you know, you're not saying it right to their face. But um, I think a lot of people should take social media and use it for the better, like Duff, like how they're doing that. They're spreading it. And that's what uh, teenagers are on at night. They're looking on social media. So Mm -hmm. when it's filled with bad things, it's it's just not good. It just fills your mind. So I think it's a good thing to... um, have inspiring and empowering uh, ads and whatnot. Yeah. Christina, what do you think about uh, media and how it um, kind of uh, represents women? Well, um, on social media, I am seeing a movement towards empowerment of women. Mm -hmm. But in television and in films, I'm seeing some sort of backwards sort of things because even in movies where the protagonist is female, and she's a superhero. You'll see, like, she has to wear a skin-tight suit, and her superpower is, like, seducing men and not, like, saving the world directly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to work on having positive role models on TV and in films. Yes. Now, you're you're involved in, in, in drama. Mm-hmm. And, um, Colleen, you mentioned that the, the video that you used to try to attract Malala to yes. the mound um, was something that you created. Yes, I did. So you both have a creative interest. Yes. Do you have aspirations to go into film or, or yeah, television? Yeah, it's actually funny you said that because up until this year, I've been um, really going for like nutrition, like studying nutrition and dietitian for college. But mm-hmm. ever since being elected president and the whole Malala initiative, I've really found a passion for leading and put my creativity, which I get from my brothers and my dad, um, putting that to my leadership skills, combining the two. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm really considering now um, movie editing and different films because I just love it. Yeah. And and then you can really be, you know, at, in a place where you can change some of the, exactly. the ways, you know, women are portrayed. Yeah. Christina, how about you? Or do you have um, aspirations to pursue theater in college? Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, I'm actually a playwright. And what I try to do in a lot of my plays is pick strong female leads that defy stereotypes and will speak to the audience directly about, you know, how to come out of a certain shell that society has put us in and def- yeah, I want to mention that you you did write a play that actually won an award at Drexel University. That's a really big deal. And uh, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about it, what what the message is. And I, if, if I'm correct, it's a one-woman show that, that you wrote? Oh, no. No. It's, uh, okay, tell, me, tell, tell okay. us about it. Um, so the play was entitled Barbie Girls. Right. And what it was was it was six women who were dressed up actually as dolls. They were supposed to be Barbie dolls at an auction. And what I, I researched the history of Barbie. That's where it began. And I started with the first Barbie in 1950 and what she looked like in her waist size and her shape and 
what she wore, and I tried to create a personality from her. And then I went on to different eras of Barbie, like the 1960s, what they named her was Colored Francie, and she was the first African-American Barbie. And then the actual Barbie they called the first African-American Barbie, whose name was Christy, and then Dr. Barbie in 1980 and what they called Oriental Barbie in the same year. Mm -hmm. And then in 1996, what they did was they actually changed the shape of Barbie from that crazy, stereotypical, very narrow waist, and they made her a little more realistic. Mm -hmm. Not perfect, but a little more realistic. And I tried to give each of them a voice that they would speak directly to the audience about coming out of their stereotypes and becoming real women and not just dolls. Yeah, I love that. It was an amazing play. (laughs) Oh my gosh, is that um, anywhere that we can see it? Was it taped? I'm sure it was. No. No? No. We're trying to bring it back. We're going to bring it back this year, maybe perform it for some other schools in different locations, and hopefully we'll get a tape or a recording or Yeah, what a great idea. How did you come up with that idea? I honestly don't know. I just I wanted to. Was there an assignment, you know, in school? No, this no. was in my free time, working with Akadram. <laughs> my free time. A <laughs> little bit of free time I yeah. have at night. I think I'll write a screenplay. Yeah, <laughs> Why not? No, that's incredible. And you yeah. won a scholarship. Am I, I did. Right? Yes, you for three thousand dollars at Drexel. Yeah, that's fantastic. Are you working on anything right now? Another play? Yes. Um, Akadram is hard at work. We have. A meeting on Thursday and we're going to discuss themes we're hoping to get at least one original play out maybe a full-length play yeah and that's something we definitely want to bring to other schools yeah. yeah what the 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 message at the at the core of that show what was that for you was that about um that we shouldn't stereotype oh, you yes. know people and and physically we are all different and and what was the what was the the core message the core message was Definitely coming out of stereotypes and becoming, like I said, a real person yeah. who has many different facets and who can't just be put in a box and labeled and that's it. Yeah. Um, I, I promised you I wouldn't ask this on the show about, you know, where you're thinking of going to school. But I, I think, you know, as a senior, we have to ask that that dreaded question. Um, Colleen, talk about some yeah. of the schools you're looking at and why, why okay. you're looking to yeah. go there. Well, I'm a Penn Stater at heart. Okay. Uh, my family has gone to Penn State. So, you know, I've kept my mind open and visiting other colleges, but I always just keep comparing it back to Penn State. So um, I'm looking at Penn State, the Shire Honors College, okay. um, and also Penn State main campus, University Park as well. Mm-hmm. I'm also considering Loyola in Maryland. Okay. And Christina? Well, I'm looking at Harvard. She's looking at Harvard. <laughs> oh, gosh, those words. Let me They're try to scary. get to the hardest school in the nation. <laughs> it's got a curriculum like you wouldn't believe so many opportunities and new people to meet from all over the world. Yeah. And also Yale University for their fantastic drama program. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, tell, tell me about the essay. I know there's, you know, there's an essay. And um, have you thought about your topic? Have you started to write it or do you have, still have time? Yeah, um, I've already started writing it, and I really want to focus on the leadership activities I've done throughout the year, um, especially the Malala Initiative, because I have found this just passion for not only leading the my school, um, not only using my creativity to go to use, but also a passion for women's education. So I think that really um, embodies who I am, and I would like colleges to see that. Yeah. 
um, Christina, tell the um, audience, because it's one of my favorite quotes of all time, the, um, I don't know if it's the tagline or the, for Mount St. Joe, about women in education. On the education of women largely, okay. (laughs) I put you (laughs) on the spot. Society depends largely on the education of women. Right. So tell me why you both feel that educating women is going to make a difference in the world. That's a big question, but when you think about that, why do you think that'll make a difference? Well, um, I believe there's nothing like the mind of a woman. Women can do anything, I think. I and it. with the proper education, that really just opens opportunities yeah. to change the entire world. Yeah. And we need to do it in all areas, yes. right? Yes. Technology mm-hmm. and science, um, you know, not just the kind of the, the historical um, areas that women have, right, you know, right. been studying, right? Yeah. We, we need to see more women in roles that have been held by men. Yeah. Colleen, why do you think it's so important? Just like Christina said, I think we have so many, we can bring so much to the table and, you know, we're not just homemakers anymore. We can really <laughs> do anything if we set our mind to it. And I think we're all, um, we're creative and we're smart and we have good leadership skills. And I think with all of that, you know, who knows? I think the future is just going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a question for you. If there was, other than Malala, if you mm-hmm. could have anybody in the world come and speak at the Mount, who would you want that to be? Christina, do you know? Um, a living person, right? Yes. Oh, well, a couple of weeks ago, I would have said Maya Angelou. But um, Anna DeVere Smith, I think. She's She works in the theater. Oh, okay. You know, I love the theater. And yeah. What she does with characters and her stories that she tries to tell to the audience, I think, would be a beautiful message to give to the girls at my school. Yeah. Colleen? Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, I would love for Malala to come. But um, other than that, I just think any person who um, possesses, you know, normal qualities of a regular human being, but is also doing well in certain businesses and high like CEOs or that kind of thing. I think that's empowering just to see that, you know, she is a normal person, yet she's doing wonderful things. I think any person like that would fit the bill. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys didn't say Justin Bieber. <laughs> that yeah. would have really bummed me out. I'm so yeah. proud of you. <laughs> For sure. Um, Tell me, is is there, you know, Mount St. Joe is so wonderful about service. Um, yeah. They're always equally looking to educate as well as give back and help the communities around Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And um, is there a cause that's near and dear to one of uh, your heart, both of you, that's near and dear to your heart that you want to talk about? Yeah, well, at the Mount, we have a program called CSC, and it's Community Service Corps. And I'm an officer. And through CSC, we have tons of activities. We tutor uh, the kids at LaSalle Academy in Kensington. Mm-hmm. We um, serve dinner at St. Francis Inn in Kensington as well. Um, we also go on multiple service trips. We usually go to Mississippi. We've gone to Haiti, and we've also gone to California, and I think this year we might go to Chicago. So, Yay, um, great. Yeah, and actually one of the neat things I did this past summer was um, in Kensington, I went to a women's center, and and I painted a mural on their deck. So that was great because I love art. And so that was putting my artistic skills to my passion for serving others. Yeah. And that was a wonderful experience. Yeah. And leaving your mark. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It was actually funny because um, I designed the on the wall what we would do. And on 
part of the wall we did handprints and so I was able to actually put my handprint on the wall oh, so that was terrific. wonderful yeah. yeah Christina how about you um well something I haven't really been able to pursue but I think would be just fantastic is working with younger children and helping them to read because mm. reading has made such a big difference in my life yeah um, not just school assigned books but really everything I think it's very important for someone to learn how to read and to read well and read often and I think maybe starting a book club Mm. or, you know, starting some type of library visiting program would be wonderful. Yeah, I, I can see that, that education is, you know, you're very passionate about that. It always comes back to the learning and <laughs> education. That's yeah. terrific. Um, we're going to take one last quick break, and we will be back with Colleen McBride and Christina Neal from Mount St. Joe Academy here outside of Philadelphia. We'll be right back. Are you the parent of a daughter in middle school? If so, I must tell you about an upcoming event at Mount St. Joseph Academy. As the parent of an alum, I know firsthand the value of their academic excellence, athletic and arts programs. This private, all-girls Catholic high school in Montgomery County provides the foundation our daughters need to go on to leadership roles at top universities and future careers. I know my daughter did. To register for the open house, go to msjacad.org backslash open house. And be sure to ask about their financial assistance and scholarship programs when you visit msjacad.org backslash open house. Hello. Hi, Kelly. It's Sue. Are you and Joe going to the kids' game after school today? No, we are stuck in traffic again on our way to the hospital for Joe's IVIG infusion. As usual, we will be at the hospital all day and won't be home in time. This is really becoming a problem with our work and family commitments. Hey, my friend's son receives his infusions at home with Walgreens. You know, they are not just a retail pharmacy. Walgreens has a national home infusion program. He used to miss school, but now the Walgreens nurses see him at home after school. Wow, infusions in the comfort of our own home? Yes. Walgreens expert infusion nurses and pharmacists are available 24-7 to provide safe, one-on-one -on -one clinical support around your schedule. Talk to your doctor and call Walgreens Infusion Services at 877-974-4844 or go to womentowatch.net for complete details. We will, if we ever get out of this traffic, hearty har har. We can't wait to have these infusions at home with Walgreens. Thanks. Be well. Are you looking for assistance with your IT demands? Would you like to know that the people you hire have your best interest at heart? InSource is one of the region's most distinguished and fastest growing technology firms in the Philadelphia area. Their only concern is to deliver your business long-term success to avoid reacting to daily crisis. Recognized as a top employer of IT consultants, they thrive on helping their clients exceed expectations. InSource delivers reliable and effective solutions to the technology needs of both small and large businesses as well as nonprofits and does so with the goals of your business in mind. With over a decade of recognized success, InSource provides its clients with both IT staffing needs as well as putting highly qualified project teams together. InSource is also a partner of ServiceNow, the fastest growing software company in the country. Contact InSource today at 610-592-0800 or visit their their website at insourcenow.com to find the quality help you need. Have you ever wondered about the magic of Paris? Traveled there before? You haven't experienced Paris until you've traveled with us. 
I'm Chloe Johnson, the owner of CJ Tours. I became hooked on the mystique of all things Parisian after just one visit to the City of Light. CJ Tours, a travel, fashion, and product company, provides an experience unlike any other when it comes to exploring the hidden gems of Paris. We connect you with boutiques off the beaten path. We provide the opportunity to go behind the scenes with some of the most celebrated designers Paris has to offer. You can even purchase one-of-a-kind French pieces as mementos of your trip, or ask us to source that special piece just for you. CJ Tours and our unique products are designed to provide that Parisian je ne sais quoi and allow you to experience Paris like never before. To learn more, contact me at Chloe Johnston at cjshoppingtours.com or simply visit chloejohnston.com for more information. When you are shopping, do you chuckle at the one-size-fits-all tags? Well, wealth management should not take a one-size-fits-all approach either. Companies offer different products and services for women, and they should. All women are different. Your plan should be as unique and personal as you are. So why are you still following your one-size-fits-all financial advisor? Financial advisor Liz Barker of RBC Wealth Management understands this. Her area of expertise is women in transition and being retirement ready. Call Liz Barker, financial advisor at RBC Wealth Management at 484-530-2806. Again, that number is 484-530-2806. Or visit her online at www.lizbarker.com to schedule your complimentary custom wealth management plan today. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE, FINRA, SIPC. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Women to Watch here on WWDB Talk 860. And I'm thrilled to be doing a show this afternoon that's a little bit different from what I typically do every week. I have two very um, enthusiastic, wonderfully hardworking young women um, from Mount St. Joseph Academy, which is an all-girls academy uh, in Flowertown, just outside of Philadelphia. Uh, Their names are Colleen McBride and Christina Neal. And we're talking all about leadership and aspirations for the future and all that good, important stuff. Um, You know, leadership is a really key topic um, on this show. And I'm always curious to see, you know, or to to learn what some of the barriers are for young women today as opposed to when I was growing up. And so I'd like to, you know, find out from each one of you what you think um, are the positives about girls trying to be leaders today versus years ago and I'm sure that you've studied that yeah definitely I think you know years ago you didn't have like social media and it's constantly showing different world leaders who are women and so I think uh, now in this generation we're constantly seeing it on the news and you know on our phones on Twitter and whatnot so I think that really helps us, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. And that kind of actually going back to Malala, like we found out about her through different social media sites and whatnot. So um, and now we're empowered by her. So I think social media has played a huge role in that. Yeah. Do you ever feel pressure from um, the kind of the bombardment of information? In other words, there's Mm -hmm. there's always people giving advice and there's experts for Mm -hmm. everything that are telling you how you can be better at pretty much every aspect of your life. You know, health and wellness, I think, is a, is a big um, area where we're mm-hmm. constantly being told what we should yeah. and shouldn't eat, mm-hmm. uh, how we should look. So do you, is it ever a pressure? Christina, would you say, you know, um, the, the information overload I, I'm speaking oh, yeah. about? Yeah. Um, just standing in 
the checkout aisle at the grocery store, you see tons of magazines and they're all saying, this is what you should do to lose 15 pounds this week, or this is what you should wear to your next big event. And I think, I don't know, it's supposed to come from a well-meaning place, but with so much information, I feel like it's starting to become very negative, Yeah, these images. Yeah, I think people get caught up in reading those types of magazines, and they're so focused on getting that one result that they just, the important things in life kind of pass by, like just having dinner with your family or something like that. Like they don't realize the true meaning of life, and they're just focused on getting that one result that they keep seeing on magazines. Yeah. I think you two should go to the UN and give a speech on um, <laughs> leadership for young women. What do you think, Tim? I would love to. I think that yes. you would have absolutely no problem doing that. <laughs> Thank you, yes. Um, you know, we, we talked about what, what you say to yourself to get you through the tough times, and I love that you, you, know, you both talked about tomorrow is a new day. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to talk a little bit about your aspirations for the future and what you see or want for yourself other than, you know, what you're going to major in in college. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things you kind of dream about being or doing? Christina? Well, I don't quite know what career I want to follow yet. But Which is fine. I think <laughs> what I would like to do most with my life is, I know it sounds cheesy, I'd like to make a difference to others. I'd like to be someone to whom others can look up to, to whom others can speak to openly and freely and, you know, maybe ask for advice and give some back. Yeah. That's really what I'd like yeah, to do. Yeah, that's not cheesy. That's a big, wonderful <laughs> um, dream. Thank you. That more people should be thinking about. How about you, Colleen? Yeah, well, I want to use all the different talents I have for the better of my community and not just, you know, paint for myself, but, you know, paint the mural that, like I did in the summer for service. And, um, you know, I have a lot to bring and I want to share it with the world and use my talents to make a difference, like Christina said. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah. Um, I think we should give some shout outs to your family because we talked about the support system that they yes. have been for you. Um, and that really is key. You know, mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't matter, you know, what your family looks like or, or what kind of family when you have people mm-hmm. that tell you you can do it you know, and help lift you up. It's really, really key. Um, Colleen, you want to give a shout out to, to mom and dad sure. and, and talk about what they're doing with their lives? Yeah. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. Um, <laughs> hey, Denny. Uh, good luck at your new job in Virginia. Oh, good. Yeah, he uh, graduated from Penn State with a business degree, so now he's in Virginia. And my other brother, Kevin, uh, he's doing his first co-op uh, through Jexel. So yeah. good luck, Kevin. You're going to do great. Uh, he's in graphic design, <laughs> so he's super talented. And yeah. What does your dad do? You said he's artistic. Yes. Well, my dad, um, well, he used to be in the Army, actually. He's retired. Um, now he works for Pepsi-Cola, mm-hmm. but he also just paints at home, and that's where I get my talents Aww. from. Yeah. Oh, And how about mom? What's my she mom? doing to keep busy these days? Yes. She has almost an empty nester. Yeah, She's I freaking know. out. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, she used to work in the dentist field way back when, but when um, she had my brothers and I, uh, she went back to stay-at-home mom, but now she um, got another uh, dentist 
certification. Now she's back as a dental assistant. Very nice. So she's uh, one year back in the field, and I'm really proud of her because, Aww. you know, she went to class, and I was going to class, and, you know, she was like, I got my backpack, and it's just, it was like, <laughs> it was like great to see, yeah, Mom, you're doing, you're doing yeah. good, yeah. Oh, my gosh, I love that. You're, you're just so proud of her. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, parents are always proud of their kids, but I love it when a, when a kid is proud of their parent, and, yeah. you know, she's got a whole new chapter now. Yeah, so proud. Yeah. yeah. Christina, how about you? Talk about um, your, you know, you talked a little bit about your grandmother. I love what you said about, and you're going to have to repeat it, that she holds the sky for you. She holds the sky over I my head. That. Yes. Um, hi, Grandma. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything. What's Grandma's name? Oh, Jean. 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 Okay. How does she, in what ways does she hold the sky for you? Um, well, she's the one who's like, you have to get out of bed now, Tina, in the morning. And then she's like, She's the boss, basically. Yes. Yes. And she's the one who says, you know, after school, well, what homework do you have to do? You should probably do it now. Yeah. And uh, just everything. I can't even describe what she does for me. Yeah. And then, of course, hi, Mom. <laughs> and hi, Nicholas. That's my little brother. Right. Uh they're just my support system. My mom, she goes to work every day, and she works very hard to provide for us in our, our little home together. Yeah. And so I'm proud of her. Yeah. Yeah, what she does, works really hard. What does your mom do? She works at Aetna Insurance Company. Okay. Has she spoken to you about business? Um, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> because you're, in, you're a theater, um, you know, girl, so maybe that's not of interest. But Oh, no. Mom says go into STEM, STEM fields. Science, technology, oh. engineering, or math. Yeah. That is what she says. Tell me, let's talk about your, your favorite classes. I know you girls are studying courses that I could never have passed <laughs> when I was in school. Um, what, what's your favorite class, Colleen? Uh, well, I love, I'm taking AP Biology right now, okay. so I love that. And that kind of goes back how I wanted to be a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also leaning toward, you know, um, doing something with videos and leadership roles. So, um, I'm also very artistic, so I love my painting class. And it's actually, we're doing um, something new this year. We are, we receive pictures from orphans in Thailand and we are painting their headshots and then we're going to send them back. Oh, so wow. I'm super excited for that project. That's fantastic. Yeah. What Beautiful. a great, yeah. yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. Christina, how about you? What's, what's your favorite class? Um, I don't know. Um, theater performance or. Right. I love English. That's yeah. just my favorite. Um, British literature, American literature, any kind of literature, really. And then after, very close to English is science. Um, first chemistry, then physics. Yeah. Are, are we seeing a, a more of an interest in technology from some of the students at the Mount? I oh, think yeah. so, yeah. we Our one science teacher has been really focusing on um, using the computer and the different um, applications to use and how you can like enter a field with that. Yeah. Because, I mean, technology is just growing. Mm -hmm. And so that's a great field to really get started in in high school so that when you enter the world, you have so much to bring. Yeah. You know, there's I think there's such a creative piece to technology, right? Yeah. So, you know, you're creating, whether it's software or today everybody's creating a new app. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's yeah. a, if there's a good question now if you could create an app Ooh. what would it be I, I i don't know that there's a, not an app out there I mean, for I everything think there's already really yeah, there's yeah. Tons of apps. i think um, it would just take an app and then just make it better i really don't know if i could create a whole <laughs> new idea um i think i'd like to create an app that just combines everything in the classroom maybe um 
somehow to organize your notes mm. and have teachers' PowerPoints on there or maybe even videos from a teacher and, I don't know, share notes with a, a student in your class. Something That's a like great that. idea. An organizational app. Which, yes. Yes, I think yeah. combines because how do you kind of keep track of all of it? You know, you've got your school schedule and your activities and, you know, your doctor's appointments <laughs> and your athletics and the games. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I use highlighters. <laughs> <laughs> highlighters are key. Yeah, you are old fashioned, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. I'm I, very, I love highlighters yeah. too. I'm very organized. Um, anybody, <laughs> all my friends would say I'm very organized too. I know, like each a topic in my life has a different color. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like so. to think that you know using my highlighter organizes me, but then I don't remember what I've highlighted, <laughs> okay. so it really doesn't yeah. help me at all. <laughs> yeah, um, we only have a minute left. I want to thank you so much for coming thank in you. here today. I think we had a great discussion about a lot of topics. I'm very proud of both of you, you. Um, kind of as a mom. And, um, you know, I think Mount St. Joe Academy is really doing some great things to prepare young women for college. Most definitely. Right? Yeah. Okay. Any last words for the audience? Thank you for listening. Yeah. Very good. Um, Christina? You are beautiful. You are loved. And you can do it. Oh, fantastic. What a wonderful show. Um, Everyone, you're listening to Women to Watch, and I had... Colleen McBride and Christina Neal from Mount St. Joe Academy with me today, and I think I learned a lot of lessons from them. Um, If you would like to get in touch with me with regard to the show, feel free to reach out to the website, womentowatch.net. That's women, the number two, watch.net. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you.